This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Aretha Louise Franklin, March 25, 1942. Sunsetting in August of 2018. This was the Queen of Soul performing one of her many, many hits at the Kennedy Center Honors back in 2015. Seriously could have picked any song by Aretha Franklin and it would have been good. She was born in Memphis, Tennessee. One of the foundational figures in what we all know as Motown. Now think about this. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987, becoming the first female performer to be inducted. She was inducted to the UK Music Hall of Fame in 2005. She is even inducted into the GMA Gospel Music Hall of Fame. An all-time great. So I had to start the show today with something, this week really, with something about the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, and just... Really, she's just one of those people that you can't think of and not hold her in the highest level. It just there, you know. Everybody's saying all these great things about her, and somebody said this to me the other day, talking about the way the way people are. He said, "When you feel this way, when you're alive, people lie on you, and when you die, people lie for you, <laughs> because they say all these nice things." And in her case, and we all obviously judge the greatness of Ms. Franklin from a distance, but there's just nothing you can say about her that doesn't equal class and immense talent. And, and she definitely will be missed at 76 years, on, years young. Uh, she went on to heaven. So God bless you, Aretha. 
Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us. And uh, man, that that getting started with Aretha Franklin in the background just kind of have to it has to give you a good feeling, you know, a good warm feeling. Our guest on the show today is a good friend of mine. He's making his second appearance on the show. Matt Williams from WAFB TV. Matt's really good at what he does. And we're just going to chat about life and catch up on some things and talk with him. And then A.B. Welch, who used to be the evening DJ on KQXL Q106 back in the day. He did their Quiet Storm radio and was really the best in this town who has ever done it. He started with the Sunset Set and then moved into Night Vibes. And just generations of people enjoyed this talented broadcaster. And he's got a new online venture that he's going to tell you about. But he he primarily is going to be on the show to talk about the passing of one Aretha Franklin. So we got business to get to. Let's take a quick break and then come back with Matt Williams who's going to be here live in studio. This is Dr. Mary Catherine Roderick. And I'm Katie Fetzer. We're the owners and co-founders of The Wellness Studio, a mental health practice with locations here in Baton Rouge and Covington. We are also your host for The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com. Our podcast is a journey into the world of mental health. On our show, we're going to discuss some of the various forms of mental health conditions. We're also going to shed light on the various ways our listeners can get a better understanding of how the mind works and why we do what we do. So subscribe today to get The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com iTunes and the Talk 107.3 mobile app. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. So, John, the swarming season for termites is over, and some people may assume that the danger is also over. That would be wrong, correct? Correct, yeah. Termites pose a major problem for homeowners in, in South Louisiana, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much year-round. It's right. just that during the swarming season, you have an, extra, an opportunity to find out if you actually have an That's right. or not. Mm-hmm. So it's a good warning sign for you. So what do you do then? Well, the first thing you need to do is inspect around the bottom of the slab really thoroughly to see if you see any signs, any mud tunnels coming up the side of the home, uh, any visual activity in in the base of the structure, like you Mm -hmm. actually see the termites, et cetera. And then come see us and we'll talk to you about whether you have an existing problem or not because it's two different treatments. Both are soil applications, though. We've had our share of troubles here in Baton Rouge. If I need to get to you to find this, where can I find you? Well, in Baton Rouge, we're located at 806 O'Neill Lane. That's about a block south of Old Hammond Highway. Or if you have questions, just give us a call at 273-4788. He is the anchor of WAFB-TV's 9 News this morning. He is like a media Swiss Army knife. He can shoot it. He can edit it. He can talk about it in front of the camera. And he's one of my dearest friends. And... It pains me to have to say all these nice things to your face, but Man. I think I think they're all true. What you do representation, right? Man, that I was do. brilliant. Matt Williams. Oh. <laughs> so, how, how so are you? Man, I'm good, man. The question is, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, it, it it is how it is. You kind of get um, tired with the hours and uh, but you you know, you, that, that's what that's what you're hired for. Get after it, man. So, just to recap for people who didn't pay attention, what time do you get up in the morning again? 1:30. That would be 1.30 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, here's, you know, here's the thing, man. I've told you this before. I'll walk into the station at like 2.10, and when I do, there's already three people there who have been busting their ass for <laughs> right. a, a number of hours. It's a long show, man, and uh, you know they, they, they get it going. I just kind of come. I'm a monkey in a suit. I don't do much. I just kind of show no, up. That's and do not my true. Thing. When you got there, we talked about this your first time in here, that 
you can do, you really can do everything. I mean, you started as a reporter, but you can go out by yourself with the mm-hmm. camera, shoot it and the whole thing. So how often do you have to put those skills to you still uh, when you are, you know, in the, in the station in the morning? Do you ever do any of that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, depending on what's going on in the rest of the community, I'll step out and I'll go, you know, with the crime stoppers, I'll go do a, a story out there talking with uh, typically homicide detectives from one parish to another, and then obviously sitting down with families if they're as they're going through some pretty horrible times. Um, you know, in the inside the station, I tell you more more and more the uh, cameras have turned into the phones in our pockets. Yeah, uh, everything social media and digital related. So uh, everybody is a photographer these days. If you got speaking a, of which, you got a phone. my son snaps a picture what? right there. So, uh, it's, so the the whole atmosphere of media is different now Yeah, very so let's talk about the good okay there are so many more ways now to get the information yeah. out to the public yeah right so let's talk about that the one of the great things about something like social media is the fact that it is it is direct access and when you have something say for instance like the 2016 flood that devastated so many the ability to get direct information from those in need uh, to those in need is it was a game changer. Uh, then you have something like uh, you remember the young man over at Rouse's who helped the oh, autistic man. exactly, yeah, yeah. and so they get the GoFundMe account going. Hundred thousand dollars raised. He's going to start a school at Grambling. Somebody going to give him week. a car or something. Too. I mean, they. I mean, everybody saw yeah. that story, yeah. and it wasn't. Um, you know, we did the story. A lot of folks did the story. Traditional mm-hmm. media did the story, and then social media got a hold of it, and that GoFundMe account exploded in mm-hmm. a day. Everybody knew what his dream was. I want to be a math teacher. Oh my God! Can we get wow. this kid in a classroom and wow. have him influence as many lives as wow. possible? And so, boom! How many people do you hear say that? I exactly. Well, I want yeah. to be a math teacher want to be a math so teacher. that's i mean that's how it's changed man it's just so, that that access and that quick quick involvement so what about the the bad side and then i'll Ugh. tell you about the I, my thoughts about that the, too, the bad side yeah. is i mean you and i we're the same page man yeah. um the brilliance of social media yeah. is that in times like that it can be fantastic mm-hmm. the ugly part of social media and that's where i see most of the bad is it is just it is a sound chamber it is an echo box people just kind of look for rooms that mm. sound like themselves and <laughs> stay there. Wow. They have no uh, desire to walk outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. Social media is filled with vitriol and it spills out into our daily Dude, lives. It like is everywhere. It, no, it's, it's, I, I wish, I wish I could find a spot where it was just kind of safe Harbor, but there's no such thing nope. anymore. So yesterday I was watching, you know, obviously, as we record this yesterday, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, yeah, passed away. Yeah. And there were so many beautiful yeah. tributes to her because she she literally crosses so many different, you know, areas. I mean, racial, uh, age-wise, mm-hmm. you know, music culture. Everybody appreciated Aretha Franklin Absolutely. for who she was. And then I was watching, because I actually posted this, one of the first things I thought about was after Katrina, the Super Bowl was in Detroit between the Steelers and the Seahawks. Wow. And the national anthem, this was, so this was February of, of 06, after Katrina. And the national anthem was performed by Dr. John, a gospel choir, Aaron Neville, and Aretha Franklin. And Dr. John gave the music kind of a New Orleans swing to it. Go figure. And dude, she just 
belted that out. Yep. You know, normally I don't like people to nuance the anthem. I just kind of like them to just sing it. Yeah, but in well, this case, yeah. And I just and so in the comments and and one of the guys in the section was like, eh, eh, <laughs> eh. What are the great voices of all time? What are the most influential voices of all time? Like you said, busted down racial barriers, gender barriers. No question. You, know, oh, you saw what they did for her in Treme. I mean, she had such love in New Orleans. I mean, and they it was it was like a, a second line on on steroids. They were out yeah. there yeah. loving her, yeah. remembering her, a true celebration of life. So yeah, you talk about someone whose uh, whose voice and impact and influence is going to be missed. There well, you go. But the point is, yeah. even with something doing? like this, right, they found people it. can't be positive. They found a they way. They have to find, find a way to be negative. I don't. I can't imagine how many times you just want to tell people to go to hell, though, when they talk about I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Grimes and I joke about it all the time because people get on to him about, yeah, yeah. about the weather. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he's like, you know, I really am not creating the weather. The best we can do is guess. Right. It's a forecast. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, you no, know, these guys are getting good at it. They are. But I mean, come on now. Let's be real. What we're dealing with here. Forces of nature out there. So it, it's 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 kind of funny, man. And, and I don't think that people got a chance to to know this. I know you're a big family man. We mm. were just talking about how you're going to be daddy Uber driver this yeah, evening. Yeah, it's going to be a heck of a, a me. I don't think I get paid for that very well. No, like, if I'm, you uh, figure that out, somebody owes me some money. I'll let you know. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> if you figure I'll out a way you that know. you should have been paid, you should have been paid a lot, Clay. So, so let's talk about that. What are your interests away from from doing? doing news every day. People don't get to know that about you because you're kind of an amateur comedian and, and nut job. But uh, let's talk about that. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, my kids wish I wasn't. But uh, <laughs> it is, for me, it is all about family. It is, um, you know, you like to say or you like to think maybe you got some things outside of work that grab your attention, your focus, your time. And, you know, you got three main areas of your life. It's obviously your work, your family, and your your home, your mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. that you got to spend a lot of time, obviously maintaining that kind of thing. And for me, if I'm outside of work, yeah, that's that that still remains true. If I'm not doing a, f- a few things within the community, uh, this and that, then I am hyper focused on family and and the home, uh, the mm-hmm. uh, the home life. Um, I got to be honest. If I wasn't doing this gig, I might be kind of a hermit. <laughs> I might be. I might now look. Come I don't on, know how man. long I maintain. On, I might. I know. I don't know. I might. I might what do you shut mean? You don't know phone? what you would do. It. You. You don't know what you would be doing no. if you weren't doing this. No. I might just kind of lock myself away for a while. I'd be. I'd be one of those guys living up in the mountains, not working on anything. You know, nasty, but just like disconnected <laughs> well, from the wait, world. What the hell does that mean? Like what? the Unabomber guy. Oh, no, yeah, no, working, no, 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 yeah, like the no. good, like this, like off yes, the grid. Yes. You know, living in living in the cabin somewhere. Big old uh, hillbilly beard. I can make know, that happen. And after hair a while. grown all yeah, all. Well, yeah. it's all gray at this yeah, point, but it'd be. It'd be there. Well, that. Well, come on now. Bald is beautiful. Um, okay. But so that is, that's what I'm still all about family. And, uh, you know, as long as I can spend as much time with them as, as I can, that's, that's going to make me happy. I just wish I wasn't so, like everybody is, exhausted yeah. as you are, yeah. you know, these days. Everybody's that way, though. We get pulled in so many different yeah. directions and so much crap going yep. on. Man, have you ever seen a time when people are almost always on hair trigger everywhere you go? Road no, rage. No, people get getting in fist fights in stores. Yeah. 
I mean, hell, a few months ago, there were some people fighting in the middle of Perkins Road right yes. down here from the office. Just jumped out the car. <laughs> started going at it. I know. <laughs> and it's like, what? I, but I think that social media stuff feeds a little bit of that too, man. Not only does it, it ab- no, it, it, it feeds it, it stokes it. It's This is the absolute catalyst for it. Right. No, absolutely. Right. Because there is, you don't have to even try anymore to jump online or jump on some kind of social network and find or find something that's going to tick off right. one of your uh, one of your biggest beliefs. And again, it really is folks just finding that echo chamber, finding right. that that room that just sounds like them and forgetting everything else. But yeah, no, that hair trigger, it exists, it's out there. It's terrible. When you the for the last year, I mean, heck, this year is over halfway gone now, yeah. which is crazy I mean, to August think about. Too, yeah. This year, when you look back at the story that most made you, like the, the emoji with the hand on the forehead, just like, what is going on? Any, what comes to mind? You know, when I, when I look back at a, like all the stories, it, it, I, unfortunately for me, there is that kind of moment and that kind of story almost every day. Because, wow. you know, when, if you look at my silly little bio at WAFB, it is, you know, every... No such thing as a big or a small story. Every every story is important to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so there are those major stories that have an impact coast to coast. But then you realize those smaller stories are have an impact maybe from house to house, neighborhood yeah. to neighborhood. Yeah. And so that slap your forehead with a what the hell just yeah. happened. They literally happen every single day. And you realize the magnitude is not so much what's important. It is just that they continue to happen. Right. Period. Right. And you know the coast to coast is is what's going to grab the gigantic headlines. But for you know somebody living in Broadmoor, mm-hmm. you know it could be that I can't believe we're dealing with this again. I can't. You know. So it's it is the fact that they happen all the time. And you mm-hmm. walk into that studio, you walk into that station, and you you've already ripped through all the emails. You know what you're walking into, and you're like, right. man, again, here we go, again. You know, people blame the media, and I, I got to be honest with you, Maddie. Sometimes I think they're right. The the div, the divisions that are caused in society by the way that some operations mm-hmm. operate. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> and and a, a, sometimes it's just a function of what's going on because the and in, in many cases the news is going to be a mirror. Yeah, you're only right. going to see what's right. going on. Right. But there are times where it's ramped up a little TMZ style. Sometimes, what's your take on that? I, you know, I think when you hear, um, you know, for instance, uh, obviously President Donald Trump when he throws out um, his his fake news uh, bumper sticker line, I think that you know a lot of times it is just a story he doesn't agree with, and mm-hmm. and now and so again a lot of politicians or a lot of people have just taken that on. It's fake news. Right. It's not always fake news. Nope. It may just be stuff that you don't agree with, and, yep. and, and that's fine. Yep. Uh, but to your point where stuff is ramped up, all you got to do is turn on cable networks. And yeah, you're going <laughs> to oh, see man. it, man. It's comedic. From Fox to MSNBC and CNN. Right. So it's the role of certainly local journalists. Yeah. Um, and I am uh, proud to be one. Mm-hmm. Is like you said, sometimes a mirror, sometimes a window, mm-hmm. and sometimes that bright light to shine into those dark corners. Like with the kid at Rouse's. Oh, and that's a, oh my gosh. And that was a bright light that needed to be shined mm-hmm. on a bright individual. Mm-hmm. Those are the great stories, the good stories. I wish we could have more like that. Right. But you know what? Sometimes the 
sometimes that blood smoke and scandal does need to be talked well, it's about. It's a part of reality. It I mean, is. you can't look away when it's going no. on, especially in high places because the people have a right to know about yes. it. It's just all of the play acting that happens now that turns so many people off. I watch as I watch the least am, uh, amount of news now than I think I've watched have, in yeah, think, my entire yep, adult right. life. Just because it's almost and and because it's so you know repetitious because I can get it on social media, I can get it with the push notifications that come out. So by the time I get to six o'clock, I already know what's in the A block. Yep. Because I've been getting it all day long. Yep. And I think that at some point you got to real that is going to hurt the industry industry at some point because it's got to it's got to create a watered down kind of reality at some point, at least at the back end of the day. Is that no, that's absolutely true. And for me, I, you, when you said you watch a little bit less or a lot less than you did back in the day, I I, I would have to agree with that as well. Now, uh, there, my caveat is I'm watching a specific type of news oh, yeah. or opinion oh, yeah. less. Yeah. It's easy to spot yeah. when those opinions are going to come out. So say, for instance, you know, we do a story uh, today. You know, there was that uh, uh, that uh, on, a, on Friday, there was that overturned tanker, uh-huh. uh, I-10 West, Chafalaya Basin. So what we're going to do is we're going to come out, we're going to tell you what's going on, uh-huh. where it is. We're going to give you the ways around it. Now, let's say that 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 story had some juice to it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we go from that and, Oh, here come the experts. We're going to, we're going to tell you this story from a few different angles with a few different opinions about, Oh, hey, who may be at fault here? And who may, all of a sudden you can tell when a story has gone from news to editorializing yes. to yes. Here, here come the crazy opinions yeah. Yeah. and here comes the, we're going to try and take it a different way. And, right. and, and it's happening in a moment where maybe an investigation is not even done yet. You know, we, we don't even really know what, what's going on here, but it, it that's not going to stop the voices. It goes from informational to that infotainment. Exactly. Thing and that, then that crosses over it into sensational, and you see it all the time. What stories piss you off? Oh, everything that takes that kind of a route. Yeah. It doesn't even bother me. It doesn't, I don't care what the subject is. Mm-hmm. As soon as it takes that sensational route, they're doing it for one reason, to to juice up their base that mm-hmm. they know is always going to be watching mm-hmm. and to well to literally piss off the other folks right. it's like that old howard stern thing he's like look man i got all the listeners they love me or they hate me right and i tell you what the folks who hate me are listening more often that's exactly right and so yeah. they know that they're going to irritate the heck out of a lot of folks or bring a lot of folks in so it doesn't matter they're going to be sensational, and that irritates the hell out of me. And you're there to see the, the commercials when they go to break. Exactly. Which Welcome is maybe sponsors. the most important thing yep, that's right. going on. Man, but there's so much more news now yeah. than, you know, it used to be back in the day, and we sound like a couple of old farts, but it used well, to be, you know, morning, noon, 5, yeah. 6, and 10. Yeah. Well, now it's all day long, and even during the day. I mean, the, the police chief had a press conference yesterday as we record this, and it was streamed live across yep. your website. So yep. the immediacy of it is good. And and living in South Louisiana, because of the time of the year we're in, hurricane season, mm. that's when I think news media around here shines. We, I think, uh, without uh, tuning our own horn, are at our best in those moments, uh, from the Katrinas to the Ritas to the Gustavs to the floods mm-hmm. to the um, to the horrible uh, summer of '16. That was yeah. not just the flood, obviously yeah. the the shootings. Um, I think I think that is where we have the ability to shine, only because our community trusts us, mm-hmm. and only because we uh, we. 
bring in the community on on things like that. We are the community. AFB has right. been around forever. And look, man, this is not just a, this is not just AFB. BRZ does a, a, a yeah. good job over yeah. there. The Advocate does a good job yeah. over there. I think local media has a very vital role in those moments. Yeah. But to your uh, original point, yes, there is more to cover and more platforms to put it on and more people accessing it. Well, and you mentioned that there, I'm sure people would have the attitude that you that you hate all of your competitors in town. Oh, well, God, maybe no. some of them hate you well, so far ahead, but but as things go, you guys talk. I mean, you yeah, absolutely. have buddies across the way, yes. even, in, even in print, right? Yes, absolutely. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're all in the same business and it's just... There is a, a friendly, healthy competition. We all want to, of course, uh, the first priority is, is get the story right. Right. The second priority is get the story right. Yeah. The third priority, guess what? Still get the story right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you're first, well, then that's that's great, too. Yeah. But don't screw it up. Well, that doesn't matter as much anymore now. Well, and that, well, that's the thing. And that's where we better <laughs> yeah. differ yeah. Th- from the national Yep. Cable networks. Yep. It is all about, like you said, sensationalism. Mm-hmm. Get it out there with the big, bright banner. And look, we got our own versions of big, bright banners. But I will tell you this. I'll, I, I t- I'll tell you this because I see it every single day. We got scanners in our newsroom that are mm-hmm. popping off from every law enforcement, and EMS, that kind yep. of thing. And we'll yep. hear, you know, shooting here, shooting here, shooting here. And we know we've got something we can go with. Like we could go to, we could jump on TV real quick or we could put it out on social, or put mm-hmm. it out on our digital network. We don't. Mm-hmm. You hold off. You talk to the people that need to be able to confirm this. Officials right. Right. who need to be able to confirm this. We're right. not going to go with scanner traffic mm-hmm. because we can. That is what is left to other yeah. people at, in other places from coast. They can do that. If yeah. it comes from us, I, I'm, I promise you, we have vetted it to the yeah. absolute best of our ability. Now, sometimes mistakes are made. Not, nobody's yeah. perfect. Right. But we're not in the game of sensationalizing. It's interesting because... I saw the caution when the decision in the Sterling case yes. came down, yeah. and which was Good Friday this this year, Man. which was so interesting. And having to be there and watch, and I, and I told people, I've told people behind the scenes, I could see and hear all of the caution from everyone yep. about what was going on. Yeah. So that's not something somebody told me. I was a part of it. You I were saw there it. in studio. You're part of and it. So I think that is what's necessary. You know the the you talked about being right as opposed to just trying to be first. Mm. We've seen people scooped news agencies scooped by people on social media who had a bigger context of a story, right? Right. Which causes the news agency now to have to go back on air or go back to print and either apologize or recant or change the story. That's almost unforgivable. I think you're right, especially if you're talking about a news agency who is supposed to be above board. Right. Uh, and so, you know, social media, there are no, there's, there's no rules out there. No. And so a lot, a lot of times what you'll see is they have that ability to be first because there are no repercussions. Right. Uh, there had better be repercussions for uh, traditional professional media. There had better be. Yep. There better be the rules in place. There better yep. be uh, a, a sense of uh, commitment and Better take your job freaking seriously, mm-hmm. very seriously, because mm-hmm. there is damage that can be done. It's done on social media all the time. Yep. But if we're the ones doing it, then we're doing it completely wrong. Man, a little bit of it happened in July with the incident with Alton Sterling. Yeah. That a lot of people jumped out there and put that out there. Mm-hmm. 
And even the video that was on social media ended up on television before all of the parties involved had even been notified or that we had a full understanding of what was going on. And all media had to start walking that back. First of all, that was one of the first times that you see something like that that's so graphic. Oh, it's awful. That you see on television. Yeah. And it, it has changed Baton Rouge. But I'll tell you this as we segue a little bit. That incident, in spite of what everybody says, when you look at the response of the people, when people talk about riots here, mm. we didn't really have riots no, in Baton Rouge. Not really. Ferguson not, had not riots. Not compared to right. Baltimore sure. had rioting. Right. That we saw. You know, we had some protesters and mm-hmm. we had some some agitation and mm-hmm. intensity between them and some of our local law enforcement. But overall, this town performed pretty well would yeah. you agree in the aftermath i, I of would all of that? i would and i think what you saw was a lot of folks who uh were kind of trucked in mm. yep. from oh out no of that city is absolutely the truth that became more of the agitation yeah. and they tried to ramp up yeah. some of the conversation you know the conversations were already happening mm-hmm. uh and they tried to kind of turn those into something that they didn't need to be or weren't going to become organically here in baton rouge mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Baton Rouge as a whole handled everything fairly well under yep. the circumstances. And, and then obviously we know what happened uh, a little bit later on. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have some of the discussions about ways we can improve are necessary. Yeah. And I think we all can agree with that. We have work to do. Certainly. But overwhelmingly, I think we should spend a little bit more time recognizing the fact that we are not as bad as a lot of other places. You can look. All you gotta do is, but hey, check out your social medias. You'll you know? see that. You'll see the feeds everywhere else too. So, I mean, yeah. drive down I ten right now. They're having some issues in New Orleans, mm-hmm. trying to you know get a hold of what's happening over there. Yep. So sports wise, man, Uh-oh. I know you're a Tiger fan. But, I am. Uh, so what else? Who else? You root for the Saints? Too? I do. I do. I know you're a Niners fan. I am. I uh, I grew up. I got a cool helmet thing in my office. I got to show well, you. Well, I uh, I grew. Up, look, man, I rooted for the 49ers way back in the day. I moved around a lot when I was a kid, but I mean. I mean, you talk about the 49ers back in the day, and everybody knows the Joe Montanas and yeah. the Roger Craigs and the Tom Rathmans and the John Taylors yeah. and the, the Ronnie Lotts and the, you know, Jerry, everybody knows those guys and all the titles they won. Uh, but I've always kind of, I was back then kind of always a, a Saints fan because my, sure. my family was yeah. from the area. Yeah. And obviously I live here now and have for, you know, 15 years and my whole family's from the area. And so it's, yeah, it's it's definitely black and gold, uh, uh, purple and gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a graduate of UW, uh, University of Wyoming, so there's some brown and gold in there. <laughs> um, so I, I'm, I'm excited for football season as that gets ready to get going. I, I, you know, the Saints look like they're going to have a, a hell of a squad put together again. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, LSU. Where, were, where uh, were you when the Minnesota play happened? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't. I. I, don't, uh, I, w- I was. Where, I'll tell you where. I, where I was immediately after was I think running around my block screaming at the top of my life. <laughs> Man, what are you doing to me right now? What are you doing to me? Man. That that was that was awful. That was horrible. And the fact oh, that I had we had to man. talk about it after. Look, oh man, that, that was brutal. That was I was brutal. with a couple Minnesota, of diehard Saints fans at a hotel restaurant in Dallas the day before an event, and mm. we we're all over there and watching the game. And so th- it's in the Omni, and they've got like this sports bar that's got all these big screens. Oh, great. And so yeah, sure. the Cowboy fans and the Saints fans are jabbing back and forth no. because, yeah. No. And it's funny in Dallas, especially when the Saints fans can say, you're watching us play a playoff game, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and what are y'all doing? <laughs> that's right. But, dude, oh my God. when that kid caught that pass. <laughs> oh, my God. First of all, the room was 
church house quiet yeah. for a while. Yeah. And then the cowboy fan started up. At one point, I thought there might have been a couple of blows thrown because it was getting <laughs> it's a little it was, sour. It was getting a little yeah. sour. Oh yeah. But man, I no, just you bad. want to talk about that's going bad. from okay, oh we're there. We're gonna see the title game, man. We see the title game coming. Yeah. <laughs> to what just happened? Well, we're still asking that question. Everybody knows what happened here. And you know, look, you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna jump on that kid's. Uh, no, it's one story. play in exactly. his career. Come exactly. on, man. Exactly. That kid's gonna and be we all need right. It. Exactly. He's gonna, we gonna be need all right. We gonna need. Yeah, him. he's gonna be all right. I I just think it's one of those things. Listen, that play alone is not the reason the game was no, lost. No, no. You can go back to a, do, you know, mean, a dozen different plays. The Saints started the game kind of on the couch, not really paying attention when Minnesota got up got up on Jumped him. I think on him. seventeen points or something. And then all of a sudden the comeback. Yeah. Well, yeah, that offense, man. That offense is something else. You can get rolling, especially when you got the likes of, uh, and of course we'll be minus Mark Ingram for about four games this time. But well, yeah. yeah, when you got the 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 bell cows back there, the dual bell cows of Ingram and, and Kamara, and then of course the Hall of Famer uh, slinging it anywhere he wants. So, and you know what the thing is now, the defense over the last couple of years obviously yeah. has has yeah. shown up. And so when you talk about that defense being able to shut down a, a couple of uh, a couple of drives, giving Drew and the boys a chance, you got a couple of stud cornerbacks out do. there. Too. You do, and so yeah. now, yeah. Everybody's talking about the odds. I think for them, or what? Are they thirteen to one? They're only. I think they're a top four uh, Vegas pick. Yeah. For the Super Bowl, I think they're thirteen to one. I did. I think I did see that. I think they're, top I, four I, Vegas I think pick. they're gonna be. They're gonna be fine. It's. It's. You know, Drew Brees is. 38 he's 39 yeah tom brady of course just turned 58 uh you're right exactly this this month yep and so just fun you know what is up with that you know (sighs) i don't ever remember i remember joe montana at 38 years old his last year in kansas city and he played maybe six or seven games the entire year so I, i you know i don't know man it's it's well you're saying that I'm sitting across from you. You're like a, a like a chunk of granite over there, dude. <laughs> and I mean, you and you're, you're let's say you're Tom Brady's age, but you're better shaped older. than he is. Come on now, I have no doubt you get out there and run some rounds. But it's you know I think it's a testament to what they do in the off season. Off season, you know, Tom Brady's uh, trip to the beaches, notwithstanding, right. everybody gets a little break. Uh, but it's it's a testament to what they do in the off season. It's a yeah. testament to what they do during the season. So I mean these and look just because they're doing it doesn't mean that's going to be the norm. It's going to be far from it. But yeah, that's a couple of guys who are just doing it right. I appreciate the compliment, man. Let's brand it over there. Jeez, man. <laughs> so brick house. Uh, so that's the other thing too. You know, talking about well, I, I want to stay on sports a little bit. I was my son and I were talking about this kid who's going to Duke. Uh, Zion Williams, the one who's dunking from like the uh, free throw and line, he's or is that like who it is? Shaq's size. Is that who it and, is? Yeah, and it just I'm I marvel at the physical force of athletes now, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, look at the likes of Anthony Davis. Who? Nobody else in the league is like man. this man. I mean, every you know you can have Shaq size seven oh, two, yeah. but you know what? You're not going to be whole lot of mobile. Just not going to be a whole yeah. lot of mobile. Uh, meanwhile, someone like Anthony Davis shows up, and look, he's not like he's eight foot tall or anything, no. not quite Shaq's size, but he has the nimbleness of a play. point guard out play. there, all but, all but. But he really can, and as soon as he figured out that mid range jumper, he just became unstoppable. Yes, I hope they can keep him down. Yeah, there. I mean, he's got the, obviously the nice contract now, but it's just. What can you surround him with? Because one person does not win a title anymore these days with the super teams out no, there. No, so I mean, you got we'll four see. or five of them on the same team in Golden I, State. Thank you. I hate that, by the way. I'm not a fan. I, I, I'm okay with the original group they had because those all those kids were drafted onto that team. On the squad. 
But then you got Durant, who, who and he's, <laughs> you up. could just tell yeah. he is so yeah. guilty about the decision. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's creating phony accounts on social media uh, to respond to people. No, actually, I no, don't. Either. He's so, you could tell it just eats him up because he knows the thing that people are saying about yeah. him is wrong is that it was weak. And this is going to be his his uh, his storyline for forever now. I can't, I, and I think he should just accept that. it. You know what? It was weak, but I'm going to live with it. I'm going you know, to live with it. I'm going to live with my titles. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's got, got a couple of titles. He does. So MVPs. MVPs. You know, so just, obviously. I still think LeBron James is, and I don't even keep up with ball as much as mm-hmm. I used to, but I still think he's the best in the game. I think he is the most... Um, Yes, I think he's. The, I can. I think he can be the most dominant. I think he is still the biggest gravitational force yeah. in the game. Yeah, and I think we saw that. Obviously, yeah. we've seen that for a good while. I think we saw it again with with uh, his his move to the Lakers and everybody just kind of uh, figuring out what that means. Right. I, I think he is still the one that that moves the needle. He's the man. He's oh, the man. There is no doubt. So, man, the next few years, mm-hmm. what do they look like for you? What do you want to do with yourself? Well, at the few years, I'll, it'll be a full head of gray hair. <laughs> You kidding me? This is you, getting bad. You got bro. two girls. This is getting bad. Uh, you still have hair. I'm telling you. Uh, and my son, he's the one who's going to give me that gray hair, bro. <laughs> no, Are you kidding me? Listen, he will be the kid who never ever wears a shirt that a tie goes with. Who's living in a mansion somewhere in Beverly Hills <sighs> because he's eccentric and he's brilliant. He is right. No, he's 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 going to be the one who keeps me grounded, and that's going to be not that I got problems with that, but he's. Nah, are you kidding me? I love every one of my kids. Just so incredibly different and special, their their own ways. Absolutely. Next three years, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, you know what? I don't even know when my contract is up over at AFB. I have no guys. Uh-oh. If you're listening, is, when is that happening, guys? If you know, I don't even. So no, I, I, but I, we'll figure it out. Hopefully, I'm still uh, part of their game plan. Um, I work with an that's incredible. Not gonna, that's not going to change. Well, it's hey, you never know. I mean, maybe y'all could hire a consultant to tell them that they should. Oh, our consultant will be in town next really? week. I'm sure I'm doing everything. Man, I wish wrong. I could get a gig where I could get paid a buttload of money to go in and tell people <laughs> everything they do sucks, so I could justify invoicing. <laughs> get them that every paycheck, month. baby. You know, get hey, this all sucks. Let you me tell what? you how to fix it. I need it. you to bring. I need to get you over to the station next week. You would have a ball. You should come into our meetings. I would love that. Oh, um, like, dude! But that's what they do. No, that's their job. I get it. You know, and every once in a while, there really is some good stuff that they that that, uh, that they will mention, and we've actually used some stuff. The other the other stuff you kind of realize is a, a square peg, round hole philosophy. Mm-hmm. Take it with a grain of salt, and you move on. Uh, but there are some good things that come out of those meetings, and 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 then there is something to be said for that outside eye looking in. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, the the, the big company I work for, Raycom, just got uh, uh, bought by yeah. a Gray uh, Media, and so that's going to officially be happening in you know, October. Who knows? Where's Maybe Gray they, out of. Uh, I don't even know where Gray is. They got they got stations just like Raycom all over the place, okay. uh, a little bit bigger than Raycom, and certainly will be now. Um, but who knows? Maybe they hate morning shows. Maybe we're all fired. <laughs> I doubt that very, But, you know, very look, seriously. I work with some great people over there. Yeah, you do. on that morning crew, and Man. they make it worth it. You, and Johnny Asian is... You, no, not listen. him. <laughs> you know he's going to hear that. Good <laughs> what? He probably spit out his coffee. Wow. He's just as on off-camera as he is on-camera. He's... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that I've often thought everybody. you can give he and Diane a show. Oh, that, trust me, that's been talked about. It's been floated. Little social, yeah, a little yeah. social. Uh, you would have aspect. to. It would have to be on a fifteen-second delay. But oh, well, yeah, oh, well, eh, you're not going to catch Diane doing any cursing, Johnny. No, he'll drop no, no, everything. That's who I'm talking. Yeah, about. he'll drop yeah. everything. And you know the and you talk about everybody being so real, and that's and that's the great thing about it. There's zero fake over there. Yeah, and it's just everything is real. And uh, I mean, yep. I get the you know the the brilliant thing for me is I get to work with all of them, and every single morning. 
uh, I'm more than fortunate enough to stand next to Lauren Westbrook, who oh, is yeah. the smartest news mind on the shift. She is and and an incredibly delightful person. She is ridiculous. Uh, Liz is too. I mean, everybody. They're over all there. fantastic. Even old Ross behind the camera, who gives me look the hardest you. time every time look I'm at over you. there. He's got this way. He's got this look. We literally call it the Ross. For those who have never been in the studio, it's uh, Charles Ross and Christopher Ross. They, uh, the uh, father and son. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they're the ones who make us look good uh, in studio, running the cameras. And but uh, uh, Daddy Ross, Charles yeah. Ross, has this look, and yeah. we simply call it the, the Ross. Ross. And yeah. if you get it, yeah, man, you better shape up, son. Yeah. You better shape up, son. <laughs> I get. Well, I get the Ross every time, so well, I must yeah. have a lot of you work to do. It. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I do, but I always enjoy laughing with him it's every good. time I'm there. It's good. And it's it's kind of crazy, but brother, you know, we every seems like four weeks now. Mm-hmm. For a while, we yeah. hadn't done it. Now yeah. we're getting together we regularly it. at a undisclosed location to have lunch, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's good. Well, let's see, it's it's good to be able to get out of that immediate environment, yeah. yet be able to talk to somebody who understands yeah. the environment. Yeah. And but it's it's not like it's all shop talk. Uh, oh no, so actually, it's, it's we it's, we it's more about much more, family and yeah. just goofing off than yeah. anything else. It's which is also good too because you get a chance to you're talk not, about those things. You're not recording those conversations, are you? No. Hey, you know, okay, you brought that up. <laughs> that is actually a thing now that scares the hell are out of me, man. Everybody's got a phone, man. That scares the hell and out of me. Here's the thing: man. in Louisiana, guess what? If if one person involved in the conversation knows about it, it ain't illegal. It's like the, the person recording, <laughs> exactly. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Just so long as one person in the conversation that knows. That scares the hell out of it's me. It's completely legal. If it's a third person eavesdropping on two other people, that's the illegal part. Listen, even before you saw Amorosa recording yes. people in the Situation yes. Room, oh, that's, yeah. I heard stories about people saying yes. that they were being recorded. I'm, and I'm thinking, what is that about? Yep. Yep. No, it exists. It exists, and it's it's been exist. It's only getting See? worse. And so, no, I, I look. I, I look. I expect. I expect cameras to be on me all the time. Right. I expect. I expect microphones to be surrounded by. I ex- literally. I right. expect to be on all the time. Right. I don't privacy. You don't have it. I mean, I just well, don't if the think government's it not getting you. Somebody else is exactly. So it's like, dude, come and I, get me, man. It's like the. You know? But that is such a thing. The it, recording. It is. And, and and well, you know, for me. Unless we are really, really like you and I have been friends for so long, mm-hmm. so we just kind of talk, and I never even think about me either. We just me go. Either. Yeah. But unless I'm in that place with somebody, I'm not likely to talk about I, some stuff anyway. Me either. I'm I mean, just I, it ain't gonna happen. The wall will go up. <laughs> There's no doubt. No, it's I have no. I got zero problem being absolutely cordial yep. and nice and pleasant with with just complete yep. strangers, that, just because that's the that's way right. you should be. But you ain't getting in. No, that's the thing, man. <laughs> I mean, there's just too much. No, it's too there's much. just too much. And I mean, you think, man, the conversations we yeah, have. Yeah, oh, yeah. Easy over there. <laughs> Easy over there. I won't, I won't, uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not deviant or anything oh, like no. that. But Gosh, no, it's no. just, but no. but no, we just kind of cut loose about a lot of things. Yeah, it's just, and, it's just, it's nice yeah. to have that ability to man. be able to do that with, with those you're, you're close to. And I know everybody out there has those uh, people in their lives. And it's just nice to have that ability to yeah. drop the guard. Brother, how can people follow you on social? I told you, I hate social. I'm not on social. Oh, no, wait, no, I do. I have to be. Uh, job. Uh, no, uh, on the Facebooks, I'm on the Twitters. Um, uh, there's, I'm sure, an Instagram account out there with me, Pinterest. Uh, back page? No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's right. No, you no, gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> people go and search it for you. Yeah, go ahead, search all you want. You're gonna, actually, Matt Williams, Matt Williams is probably gotta, a pretty generic yeah, name. You gotta have somebody set up oh, an account and grab no, one of your pictures God. from Google and yeah, right. Oh, find the yeah. most recent ones. All the gray Check hair. Check out his Tinder account. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but no, Facebook and the Twitters, obviously the ones out there. That's where you're gonna find me, uh, and and that's where you you know that's that you can you can kind of follow along, and and uh, obviously if you're up early i'll be there too on uh, channel nine because <laughs> he will have been up since 1 30 that's, <laughs> that's kind of early it's kind of early well brother i'm looking forward to the next session at that yeah. undisclosed location and right. no it's not a strip club no. either so oh, just get your minds God, out no. of the gutter god you know? no <laughs> so nope yeah thank you brother hey anytime man let's do it again executone of louisiana has been helping businesses in bad Rouge save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years executone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems save money and never have to worry about local customer support doctors offices hospitals schools businesses it doesn't matter all kind have depended on the good people at executone to upgrade technology and save money i have a question for you do you like saving money sure of course you do here's another one do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom technology while saving money. That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in the value of customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call. 225-295-3500. That's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still here, and they're going to continue to give you great service. And now today's Manners Minute. Have you ever visited a school in a high trauma area of our city? If not, I recommend you do so before you pass judgment on the faculty and students who attempt to work and learn in some of our struggling schools. The condition of a school does affect the ability of teachers to teach and children to learn. Facilities have the power to weaken or improve the teaching and learning environment. Higher grades have been associated with the design and condition of school facilities. Better GPAs aren't just based on curriculum. What can you do to help? Put together a team of volunteers to tackle a beautification project at one of our schools. A well-maintained school provides a safe and attractive learning environment, but much more than just physical improvements, emotional improvements take place too. Choose respect for our schools by pitching in to clean up. Visit hashtag BRRespect at mannersoftheheart.org to join the movement and sign the pledge with respect, Baton Rouge thrives. Welcome back to the Clay Young Show. Back with a friend of mine for a great number of years. He is a foundational broadcaster in Baton Rouge. And many people know him. They know him. They know his voice before they, they know his face. And he's just he's a true and consummate professional. A.B. Welsh, longtime evenings on Q106 <laughs> before it was dot five. <laughs> and now now the proprietor and the main man behind nightvibesradio.com, ladies and gentlemen, A.B. Welsh. Beasy, what's going on, man? Why, hey, Clay, thank you so much for that perfect introduction. I couldn't have done it better myself. <laughs> How's it going? It's going well. I wanted to talk with you. I told you yesterday when I called, I wanted to talk about the passing of Aretha Franklin and, and really have you put in context the breadth and width of her greatness, in, not just in the music industry, but in all of entertainment. First up, what was your reaction when you found out that, that the Queen had passed? Well, 
I, honestly, Clay, I was saddened, uh, to say the least, because, you know, we are losing iconic personalities, you know, by the droves, it seems. But, you know, I know each and every one of us, one of us has to meet our maker. It's just unfortunate for someone that has done so much and uh, had a career that, I mean, so many accolades, there's too many to mention, you know, but uh, honestly, I was just sad. Uh, because when you think Aretha Franklin, you just think queen. You think royalty. You think uh, talent. You think uh, perseverance. You think uh, just an iconic individual. It's interesting. So, it's interesting because when when also the talk about the impact that she had on the industry because she's one of those originals from Motown. And it was a time in the business where African-Americans were treated so much differently. But she always stood her ground about wanting to be paid and wanting to be treated yeah. with respect. Correct? Exactly. Without a doubt. And uh, when you speak of longevity, you, you're talking about somebody that's been doing this, man, since they were 13. Wow. Even before then. But, wow. you know, 13 years of age, man, she was commanding uh, an audience. So, you know... I, Relative to, to, to the gloved one, uh, you know, both of them came from a long, long way doing what they do. And she's done it so well for so long. That's why she's earned the status of queen. You know, you don't just label. There are a lot of labels thrown around these days. But uh, when you talk about Aretha Franklin, man, in, in the context of uh, what she brought to the table, it's just no one is parallel to her. That's Not why she's earned the moniker of the queen. I agree with you. I agree with you. And you know, this now this is something. It's kind of an odd question. I don't think anybody can say what was the best Aretha Franklin song. I mean, because so many of them were equally fantastic. But when you think about your top three, what would you say? Oh man, it's, it's as I said earlier in the intro. It's just too many to mention because there are so many. And you can pick one every day of the week. Right. You know, Aretha, Aretha was the kind of talent play. She could sing the ABCs and make a sound good. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know? right. That's right. And I, I, I recall, I recall uh, a concert. There was uh, Luciano Paparotti, I think I got it right, where he became ill. And it's 1998, I do believe. Uh, she filled in admirably. And, I mean, you're talking about... Uh, uh, an iconic voice in that field. Yeah. And and she had to step up to the plate and deliver, of course. But uh, she was just rare. Uh, I guess that's the perfect word. She was rare, a rare talent. And talents like that only come around once in a lifetime. So we probably, in our lifetime, will never see another Aretha Franklin. I, I agree I with that. I doubt it I agree with that. And, yeah, let me ask you a little bit about uh, nightvibesradio.com, man. W when did oh. that start? Tell me about that. All right. Night Vibes, you know, originated uh, in my radio days at that local radio station <laughs> that we both are familiar with. <laughs> are, 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 are there, is, there, and, is there still such a thing? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's on the air, and okay. I'll leave it at that. All right. But, yeah. I'm speaking of few one of things. Of course, I'm being uh, facetious here, but we uh, we cut our teeth, you know, uh, in that uh, in that building. Yep. And uh, so when I created this man, it was just something that I felt at the time was needed because in every other uh, mid-major to major city, 
they had a quiet storm formatted program. So that was the premise of uh, of building on on that. And you know, after it became branded, I thought about hmm, let's see if I can elevate this to even further heights. And so I came up with Night Vibe Radio. Now, when you hear it, you'll probably say, well, what is he talking about Night Vibes in the daytime? But it's a brand. It's a brand, and I think it's relative to to uh, something everyone can enjoy. I mean, it's not dated. It's not uh, uh, something that, that will grow old. Although we play uh, old school music, it's just something I think that's paramount today because if you don't know where you're going, uh, you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. That's right. If you don't know where you're going, you don't know where you've been. So I, I, I just think, I think, uh, you know, with that, and if you hear a little background noise, I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm trading some folk right okay. now. But okay. anyway, so uh, just, just bear with me here. But uh, when I, when I put that together, I, I was doing it in the hopes that, you know, we're losing so many things. And so many people today as artists uh, are leaving us and, and leaving their legacy. But uh, for a lot of young folk, they were not introduced to it. So, as I said, if you don't know where you're going until you know where you've been, uh, I think that's the premise of why I created that and why I continue to do it. Because educationally, you know, the arts... Are, are dying and yep, uh yep. for the, the the new people that are coming along it's just giving something back and i think that's i think that's why i i continue to do it and it's been going really great man we've gotten uh, some exposure and uh, uh we're building on it and with social media you know all you got to do is have something good and if people like what they hear they'll come back to it so that's where we are with Night Vibes Radio. Well, <clears throat> I think it's something that people ought to check out, nightvibesradio.com. Uh, AB and I are, are, are talking about there's something we can do to bring a little of that flavor to Podcast 225 because I'm telling you, like he said, it's good music anytime during the day and because there's so much noise out there. I think the, the, the music of yesterday has gained in... And it's value because of the lack of value in what's out today. Is that fair? Well, yes, most definitely. Most definitely. And so, most definitely. So, and the other side of that, Clay, the other side is, as I said, uh, there's so many cookie-cutter entities because everybody's emulating, you know, radio in general right now, especially urban radio. Uh, it's just cookie-cutter. No yep. one really stands above the crowd. 20 years, 30 years ago, you know, you knew when you went into a city who was the boss right, <laughs> and, right. and and what, what show was running things, all right? And all you had to do was listen for five minutes and you knew what time it was. Right. Well, I just think, you know, in this day and age with social media exploding and there, there are so many different entities, you know, that's presented to you, here's an opportunity to, to basically go retro and find out how it was done and it's still present today because you know so many vocalists that are out there and you can put them all in a barrel <laughs> and <laughs> what do you get shake them up what do you get <laughs> you get beyonce clone <laughs> that's right or you get rihanna clone and that's pretty much it well 
It's yeah. It's always awesome. You know, I, I wanted to do it, but I'm going to save it until the next time we can sit down in the in the same studio to talk about our mutual friend who's been gone for a little while, E. Rodney Jones. And uh, we're, oh, we're, man, man we're, you know, I want to set that up because uh, I want to take some time. And maybe we'll even when you're here, we'll even call old Brody and, and get him on the phone because I know he's got some great stories about Rodney, too. Oh, man. You, now you're talking about a threesome. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> That's right. Getting in there. So, <laughs> you know what? We'd probably be talking. We'd probably be talking for days. Man, man but, listen, you know, we're going to set it up. We'll set it up. You can't help but talk about somebody like an E. Rodney or Aretha Franklin right. because of what they've done. Now, now, and I know this is stepping off, off the vein a little bit, uh, but just to touch upon E. Rodney, uh, that was a mentor for many of the radio, radio personnel coming through Baton Rouge, That's right. Louisiana. That's right. To start with. And if you ever wanted to know anything about radio and the business of radio, I'd tell anybody, spend 30 minutes with E. Rodney Jones, and he would enlighten you yep. as well as inform you. I mean, he would have so many of the most, you know, legendary figures. I mean, one day I was in the studio, just he and I were chatting, and he, he, mm-hmm. he got a call from Lou Rawls. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Rawls just called him, and they're just chatting, well, thinking, whoa. I got man. one better than that. I got one better than that. <laughs> you know, he, he and Barry Gordy were personal friends, okay? Now, here's, here's a quick story, and I'll be brief. When Motown was getting off the ground, all right, Barry Gordy um, put out feelers for iconic radio DJs to promote uh, his latest uh, music and to get it played. Well, he rightly just happened to be one of those black iconic radio DJs right. that was invited to the table. Right. And through their meeting, they decided what was going to be played, what was going to be promoted. And, and the record in general, and speaking of, was Smokey Robinson's first million-selling single, all right? And and on the flip side of it, they took the B-side and took it to black radio and made it just as popular. Right. <laughs> so, man, look, yeah, we definitely have to sit down a minute and rehash some, some great stories because I've got a couple all I'd right. like to share with you. All right, all right. So, again, folks, you if, you, if you're hearing us, you can go check out nightvibesradio.com and just turn it on and let the rest happen. And AB told me a story yesterday that I'm going to wait for the, I'm going to wait till Brody's here and we, or at least on the phone <laughs> about, okay. about an encounter at a, at, I think it was a grocery store or something. Uh, you talked yeah. about, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk, talk, yeah. talk about the reach the of uh, the G, No, no, this is a podcast. You can give it, it can be whatever it needs to be. <laughs> Well, BZ, yeah, man, I, I, pre- think, I think you're going to love it. Though. I appreciate it, man. I love you, brother. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Hey, man, thanks for your time. And, again, nightvibesradio.com. You can go to our website and listen 24-7. We appreciate you, Clay. Thank you much. <laughs> This is Jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of Baton Rouge. I'm Kelly LaDuff, co-owner of Open Eyes Safety Training and Consulting. Open Eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website 
at openeyesafetytraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. Yes, sir. You know we have to finish how we started, right? <laughs> well, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. I did this week's episode. Catching up with Matt, catching up with AB. Can't wait to tell you more about this thing that he and I are working on between Podcast 225 and Night Vibes Radio. Check him out, nightvibesradio.com. That's N-I-T-E radio.com. And, of course, my buddy Matt Williams, who is good at what he does as well. But if you don't believe me, just look at the ratings. The numbers bear it out. Been so much fun. Sad at the same time. Honoring the passing of the Queen of Soul as she sings us out. See you, y'all. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.